Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you think of Toyota, you always think about reliability and dependability. Toyota Fest is going on now. So stop in for incredible deals on Toyota's most popular models, like special leases and low APRs on Camry, Prius Hybrid Electric, RAV4, and Tacoma. They're just all-around great vehicles. Visit your Toyota dealer and celebrate Toyota Fest today. I'm totally happy with Toyota. That's my brand for life. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition, to another star of the Alamonte Show. I am your host, Donnell Alamonte Morris. Welcome. Oh, man. I never thought in a million years that my podcast would literally turn into a, a sports podcast for my Dallas Cowboys. But I said the same thing when I always be talking about politics. But here we are. Yeah. As one of the cowboy YouTubers, uh, Mark Holmes, would say, the hangover. Honestly, I don't think it's a hangover. I think it's just uh, after you get that ass whooping, you know? You know, after your mama finished whipping your ass, you just got to sit back and just think about what the hell you did and how not to get your ass whooped again. That's the phase that I'm in right now. Right now, it's the middle of the week. It's, it's hump day. Wednesday. And the news is buzzing. You know, I'm hearing trades. I'm hearing about um, Crawford. You know, he's not... He's out for the season. Hip surgery. But the reason why I'm not so worried about Tyron Crawford... No offense to him. He's been an average player at best. Has he stepped up when we needed him to? Yeah. But he hasn't been somebody that we truly can depend on. You know, he, he's not... I'll put it to you like this. He's not as a dependable player that has much of an impact like... Like Tank Lawrence. But when you need him to go out there and do a job, he will do it. He's put out there to do what he's supposed to. Um, don't expect anything flashy from him. So, I'm not too concerned that he's gone, but that kind of hurts to death. But, everybody kept preaching to the high heavens about now Cowboys got depth. So now it's the next man up. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just a lot of things. It's, it's no different than the last two weeks on how we got ass whipped and Hearing the coaches say what their adjustments is and all this stuff. And this is the first time ever that I see them interview Chris Richard as much as they have. Because, yeah, guy, you're secondary. We need to talk about that. You had Lewis, Jordan Lewis, who you had sitting out. And he makes a play. Makes a play. And you still don't start him. You only started him because one of our players was hurt. So, here's what make you think. We need to start Lewis. 
We need to put that man in. And speaking of players that are out, I am so surprised to hear that Tristan Hill, one of our draft picks that was promising, uh, one of our defensive linemen, was inactive. Inactive during our ass whipping with the Jets. Which kind of got me scratching my head like, really? I understand we don't know what's going on behind the trenches. We don't know what's going on in the locker room. We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Only thing we know is what they put out to us and what we think is going on. That we use our own experience as being part of a football team and being part of a locker room that is divided. That everything stays in the locker room. So we just can go off by our experiences and the type of environment with that or just guessing. But I understand team punishment. You know, it's just that, uh, you know, players should be held to an account. They should be accountable for their actions. And with that, it hurts the team. And make them see how much they need, the team needs them, and how much that person, that player needs the team. I understand that. We've seen that with Bill Belichick with um, Malcolm Butler. I think Malcolm Butler, he was late to a curfew or something like that. And this was the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. And they ended up losing. So, Bill Belichick on that discipline. Yeah, did he come out looking like a fool? Yeah. But it made Malcolm look even worse because he disobeyed Bill Belichick. On hindsight... As me, as a fan, I don't like the Patriots, but, but, all in all, all in all, it's a big picture thing for that player who needs to be disciplined. See what you did? We had another corner up in there who was inexperienced. And thanks to your shenanigans, it led to this. So, if you look at it on a coaching perspective, yeah. But going off that, I don't know if Jordan Lewis or Tristan Hill did something wrong and it was and it's a punishment, or they are literally just leaving them out. I mean, who knows? I. Honestly, I don't know. But it's hurting the team. So I don't know if it's a player itself or maybe it's, it's just funky politics that's going on within the Dallas Cowboys organization. Who knows? But hopefully, whatever punishment is happening, that they can push that shit to the side because right now, let's do or die right now. We got the fucking Feagles. Not the Eagles. The Feagles coming in to our house, coming to Dallas. They're three and three. They're coming off a loss. 
they're playing like shit, but hey, they were who we thought they were. The Eagles ain't shit. They've never been shit. Their freaking secondary is soft, just like ours. Their defense is nothing to be feared, just like ours. We're basically looking ourselves in the mirror at this funky-ass team. And all their fans are coming out. All the whoop words. First of all, fuck the Feagles. I want to say that loud and fucking clear. I fucking hate your fan base. I fucking hate your whole entire history. I fucking hate that y'all got a fucking Super Bowl. Y'all still a bunch of bitches that talk shit and don't fucking back it up. Y'all still ain't shit. You would never be nothing like the Cowboys. Even with that funky ass goddamn Super Bowl which you couldn't win with one fucking quarterback cause the one that's being held as one of the premier fucking quarterbacks can't stay fucking healthy but he's better than that get the fuck out of here the dude couldn't even make it to the fucking playoffs and then they tried to do that same shit last year Try to put Nick Foles in and see if they can have that magic all over again and use Nick Foles to nothing. Yes, the fucking Feagles. Y'all did that. And then y'all try to call yourselves America's team? Get the fuck out of here. Y'all America's assholes. Literally. The shitty ass assholes. For the longest fucking time, only thing that y'all said that y'all won a championship on was when the NFL was just a league by itself. It's like the Green Bay Packers trying to use that same damn shit. This is title town. We have won more championships than all the fucking uh than all the fucking uh NFL teams. Yeah, when the NFL was just a league of its own. When the AFL didn't merge with them yet. So technically, name technically, that shit don't fucking count. But you can go ahead and brag about it. And now y'all got that one little fucking ass Super Bowl. That one little fucking Super Bowl and you think y'all the shit. Congrats. Guess what? It's been about what, a year now? Well, a year, maybe even two years, going on two years now. Who gives a fuck? Did you repeat? Did you go back? Fuck no. And y'all got the nerve to clown on us to us losing the fucking Jets? First off, y'all shouldn't even, shouldn't even fucking want against fucking the Packers. I don't know what the fuck they was goddamn thinking. That game. But I'm happy Minnesota handed y'all fucking asses. And for all y'all fucking Beagles fans that thought that the Minnesota Vikings was going to be a pushover. Y'all forgot Kirk Cousins used to play for y'all bitch asses when he was with the Redskins. And here's another cohort fact. Mike Zimmer, the fucking head coach, used to be our defensive coordinator. How the fuck you think he don't know everything about y'all? And then not to mention they got a fucking chip on that goddamn shoulder what you did to them that to that in the NFC fucking championship game. You ain't think Minnesota was gonna ready to hand y'all y'all fucking asses? Y'all fucking Feagles fan just y'all made me laugh. 
y'all think y'all some a, a legit fan base, but before the Super Bowl, y'all all just bitch about how y'all better than us and how the Cowboys, they're not America's team. Y'all got by by being bitter, by being a bunch of bitches, punk bitches at that. And I'm surprised, honestly surprised, that when a, when y'all Eagles fans go to a Cowboys game, that the fucking Cowboys fans in fucking Dallas don't do the same shit that y'all be doing to us when we go to y'all fucking state. But I won't say just us. Just the fans that are not Eagles fans in fucking general. But that shows how respectable we are. That's why the Cowboy fan base are what they are. We are the best. We are the best and respectful and most loyal fan base in the NFL. Period. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's us Cowboys fans. We're the only fan base that get made fun of because how we feel about our team. You don't get that with other fucking fan bases. I don't consider myself a diehard, but I'm through and through a Cowboys fan. But we're the only fan base that get made fun of for their fans. Because we care about our fucking team. We love the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Even when they do shit like this to us, we still love them. Nobody else make fun of me. Well, Eagles, y'all are the fucking laughing side. We already know y'all fuck all y'all assholes. That's why they always say, if you ever go to an Eagles game, you might as well come with a fleet of friends and other fans because it's hostile up there. And I will promise you this. There's going to be a time when I buy tickets. And I come up there to the goddamn Philadelphia with a whole crew of Cowboys fans. And we're going to act a fucking fool. And we're going to win that fucking game. Cannot wait till the day. Oh, it's coming. And I'm going to be talking shit. Everybody around me going to be talking shit. We're going to buy the whole set. We're not going to just gonna buy just a part of the section. We're going to buy the whole fucking section. The whole stand. It's going to be like a fucking college game where they just preserve that one side, that one section, that one stand for that school. That's how it's going to be. And you're going to hear the one side cheering and fucking booing and making noise. I hate the fucking Beagles. I hate them. I hear other Cowboys fans that say they hate the Beagles, but they and they say they really hate them with a passion. I don't believe it sometimes. I hate it to the point if every single one of them motherfuckers get stab infection, I wouldn't even bat an eye. When them motherfuckers cheered when fucking Michael Irvin almost got paralyzed from the waist down and basically in his career and they all clapped and they all cheered, that's when I say fuck the and I was there, I was a very young age when I saw that fucking game. That's why I say I don't give a fuck if an Eagles if an Eagles player get knocked on fucking conscious. I will cheer, laugh, and I will smile. That's that's hate. People got 
got different interpretations of hate, and some of them use hate in the wrong context. I'm gonna use how it's properly used. If them, if we end your fucking Beagles fan, I will cheer, I will smile, I will do this. Fuck karma. Karma has been alive for the fucking Beagles for a long fucking time. Long fucking time. Long fucking time. Don't sit there and say one more. Don't say that karma. No. It's when people that's been getting away with it. Karma hasn't came to that door yet. But when it comes, I will be there with open fucking arms. With popcorn. Probably with the wing in my fucking mouth. With a Coca-Cola on the side. Maybe a fucking Budweiser. Who knows? And enjoy the misery that y'all put us through. But other than that. Enough about the fucking Feagles. I fucking hate y'all. I know I got some friends that are fucking Feagles fans. But they know how much I hate them. As much as they hate my fucking Cowboys. As much as I hate that fucking team. I fucking hate the fucking Feagles. Now. To my Cowboys. On my previous show. I did say. And let me be clear. I did say. That I. Donnell Monte Morris. Will boycott by not watching no more Cowboys game until we make it to the NFC Conference Championship this year. That's the only time I will watch it if we lose this game. And I'm not going to lie to you, just like with the Jets. I'm kind of fearing about this game. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm in limbo. Because Jason Gale, I don't care what the analysts say. I don't give a fuck what Stephen Jones said. I don't give a fuck what Jerry Jones said. You lose to a rival who is second. Definitely the Feagles. And first place is on the line. And you're basically going to be playing from behind. The rest of the season. Jason Garrett is in the hot seat. No matter what the fuck they say. If I was fucking Jerry Jones. Or Steven. Steven Jones. Yes. I would say anything to save face. You're not just going to come out. On national television. When asked the question. Is Jason Garrett in the hot seat. I'm not going to come out and say. Yeah he's on the hot seat. And put my coach out. There's a thing about respect and integrity. And that's all that is. Just like in the military with us NCOs. Yes, we got bad NCOs, but we not going to call that NCO out in front of everybody. Definitely if there's like younger soldiers or other fellow NCOs. That's, and we know they're bad, but that's downright disrespectful. You pull that person to the side. Like, fuck what I said out there. You're fucked up. Fix yourself or I will fix you. Y'all got to read between the lines. Y'all got to use common sense. NFL Network is not always on it. And we know this. Us as Cowboys fans. And also ESPN. Don't get me started on ESPN. They don't get it right all the time neither. They are just as guessing as much as we are. But you know. Let's read between the lines. Let's use our common sense. Jason Garrett's job is on the fucking line. And I was just talking to a 
a friend of mine, a, a AKA undercover cowboy hater, he believes that we're gonna, even with the loss, that we're gonna keep Jason Garrett. He believes that. He believes we're gonna keep Jason Garrett. He he believed that wholeheartedly. He believes that we're gonna keep him for the whole year and then we're gonna fire him. And I'm shaking my head. You don't know the Cowboys. You don't. I love how these hands try to think they know more about the Cowboys, more than a Cowboy fan. But then make fun of us once again. Oh, yeah, a typical Cowboys fan. We know more about the fucking Cowboys than any one of y'all motherfuckers. We're the ones that wear the merchandise every fucking day. We're the ones that keep up with the news every day. We got some that's on the fucking newsletter. The Cowboy Newsletter. Fan clubs. So, yes, we gonna know a little, not even a little, but a lot more than you. But read between the lines, y'all. Just read between the lines. Jason Garrett is on the hot scene. He knows it. Because when you lose a locker room, that's a point of no fucking return. How can Jason Garrett turn around? I'm gonna tell you this. If we beat the Eagles, that's not going to turn around. Because I've seen time where I see rivals against us. I'm going to use the Redskins for example because it happened before. When Redskins were rumored to lost the, the coach lost the locker room, but then when they played Dallas, they all came together and played as a collective whole. And I remember they beat us. Because we were lax when hearing that bit of fucking news. We never got, we're the fucking Cowboys. That much hate was probably in fucking world hunger. Probably in world, war, um, world wars. Cowboys had that stigma about them. So let's go ahead and come together. And that's the only way that we can win, by the way. But even with that win, even if it was a big, dominant, decisive win, that's just because it's the fucking Eagles and it's our fucking rival. That's the only reason why everybody would come together and fucking listen to Gary. But what can Garrett do to save his job? This one here is not going to change it. He will have to do, do what he did last year. Win, 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 win. And playoffs is not even going to help. Now he got to go to the NFC Championship now. He got to. Not only just make it, he got to win and go to the Super Bowl. 10 years, damn it. 10 years. Jason Garrett, it's time for you to pay the pipe. It's time for you to pull up a shut up. It's time. Because not only the fan base is getting impatient, Jerry Jones is getting impatient, and now Stephen Jones is running the team more every day. He's getting impatient. So it's time. It is time, Jason um, Garrett. 
So after this Eagles win, if you want to save your fucking job, you better go on that run like you did last year. Win, 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 go on an undefeated streak. All the way through the playoffs, all the way through the NFC Championship. This is it. I don't give a fuck who's calling calls. You or fucking Kellen Moore. I don't give a fuck. We Cowboys fans, we deserve better. We deserve more. We should have... There was a couple seasons where we should have had fucking Super Bowls. At least two of them. That was last year. And then skipping the year before that. When Romo got hurt. Should have got at least two Super Bowls. Jason Garrett. You got to swing for the fences man. No more of that fucking conservative play calling. Every time when it's fucking fourth and one. You better go for it. You can't go fourth and. You can't go, go for it on fourth and one. When it's the fourth quarter. No. You should go for it. Fourth and one when it's fucking in the first quarter now. You just can't go for fourth and one when it's in the fourth quarter when it matters. Because now every play matters now. Every time when it's fourth and one, fourth and go, it's four down territory every fucking time. That is your job. And every time when you don't go for it, that's the time. Every time you look at that time on the fucking, um, Every time you look at the clock during the game, every time you look at the top, that's time, minutes, seconds ticking off your job of you being a Cowboys coach. This whole game, Jason Garrett, you need to be sitting on fucking eggshells. You should be walking on fucking needles right now. That one wrong step. One wrong step could be your ass. No, fuck that. Fuck needles. You are walking in a landmine. A live landmine. One step and boom, you're done. So you better, whatever plays that you will hesitate to call, you better start calling them. And for that defense, I don't know who's running defense, Marinelli or fucking uh, Chris Richard. Y'all need to get y'all fucking act together. I was hearing excuses from another fellow um, Dallas Cowboy YouTube saying that when they run that Tampa 2, Chris Richard's not used to Tampa 2. I get that, I understand it, but see, that's what they call adjustments. He had to adjust. But see, this is where him and Marinelli need to come together and come to a compromise, to come to a middle ground on how can we make this defense work? How can we make this secondary live up to the purge name that they've been giving themselves during this offseason? How are we going to have the Hot Boys live up to their name? Because right now, the Hot Boys is becoming the who boys? What boys? The cold boys. Cold as ice. And I'm not mean that in a good way. So enough of the excuses. Garrett, your job's online. 
defense. Y'all got to come to a decision on how y'all going to do it. And then number three, players. Y'all got to play with heart. No more drops. Like I said, it must be nice coming off of three losses and you get to go back home to your nice apartment or nice mansion with a beautiful wife and the picket fence, beautiful kids or significant other, who knows? It's time for y'all, it's time for y'all to step up and if y'all want this shit, you gotta start playing like it. Because y'all not the ones getting the scrutiny like us Cowboys fans. Y'all get to hop behind the locker room and y'all lavish lifestyle. Once again, it's time for y'all to put up or fucking shut up. And Sunday begins that. And fuck what fucking Dad Prescott saying as a clean, uh, clean slate. That's bullshit. This plate is full of crap. A whole lot of shit. And the only way, the only way to clean this slate is to take care of fucking business. Win tomorrow. Get that drive and that heart back into y'all fucking asses. The season's not over. But if y'all keep playing like this, you might as well say it is. You win, we on top, we fight for another day, and we are in control of our division, basically guaranteeing us, guaranteeing us to be in the playoffs. But y'all gotta get that drive back. We can do that. We'll be a-okay. And that'll do it for me, y'all. This has been the Elamonte Show. I will be posting this show on our Patreon at patreon.com slash damnentertainment. Once again, patreon.com slash damnentertainment. Also, check out our website at a3wayep.com. Check it out. Got some new updates and everything for you. Y'all get get to keep up with the show and what's going on. Also, listen to past shows that you loved or missed. Also, you can listen to the Alamante Show on these great platforms here on Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, well, Apple Podcasts. They've been changing the name. Once again, here on Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. I might say iHeartRadio twice, but yeah. Just check us out. Listen to us. And this has been the Alamonte Show. And remember, I discuss, you decide. I've been your host, Alamonte Morris. You gotta have a good one. Bye.
Carl's Jr. Charborel Double Deals just popped up on my timeline. The California Classic Double, the Jalapeno Double, and the Double Cheeseburger, $2.99 each. Had they know the algorithm, dude. Charborel Double Deals for $2.99 each. Only at Carl's Jr. Available for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Price higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Tax not included. Dude, Carl's Jr. Charborel Double Deals just popped up on my timeline. The California Classic Double, the Jalapeno Double, and the Double Cheeseburger, $2.99 each. Had they know the algorithm, dude. Charborel Double Deals for $2.99 each. Only at Carl's Jr. Available for a limited time. Price and participation may vary. Price higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Tax not included.